Hi everyone, welcome back to the Hood Chronicles. I'm Carla and that's Lauren. Hi! We will be sharing our thoughts and perceptions on the materials, materials we've read for the episode. And just to be clear, we will not be reading the book on the podcast. We will discuss our impressions of the book or the article we've read and potentially quote some sections. And our book for this month is called The Assessment of Basic Language and Learning Skills Revised, or most commonly known, AB Ables. We could say Ables. And Lauren's going to talk to you through it. Thanks, Carla. Shame. Carla's unwell, guys, as you can hear from her voice. (laughs) So she's doing her best to be um, my partner in crime today. Um, Yes. Always. Yes. So our book, Ables, as Carla just told us, we call it ABLES, it's our affectionate term for it, um, because saying the assessment of basic language and learning skills revised every time can be quite laborious. So, um, yeah, the assessment of basic language and learning skills revised. Um, and then it's got a subtitle called An Assessment, Curriculum Guide and Skills Tracking System for Children with Autism and Other Language Delays or Developmental Disabilities. So quite a mouthful. Um, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the authors. Um, So our main author is James W. Partington. Um, He's a licensed psychologist and he's got a doctoral level of board certified behavior analyst um, with extensive experience and expertise in language intervention for children with language delays and due to autism related disorders. Um, He's published several papers on teaching strategies for children with disabilities, and he's also co-authored with Dr. Mark L. Sundberg, who is our um, verbal behavior um, VBMAP um, guy, um, and also the co-author of the original ABLES, okay? And this book that they did was Teaching Language to Children with Autism or Other Developmental Disabilities. And then, of course, as I just mentioned, before we had the revised version, we had just the ABLES, which is the Assessment of Basic Language and Learning Skills. Um, And it's also called an assessment, um, curriculum guide, and skills tracking system for children with autism or other developmental disabilities. So, yeah, so some very big names up in there for this book. Um, Well, assessment tool, book, guide, um, as is mentioned. So what is the topic? Okay, I'll give you a little quick summary. It's an assessment tool and guide to find out what the current skills a child has and a basis for selection of educational goals or how to shape educational goals. So basically it has, it focuses on 25 Um, areas, skill areas of language, social interaction, we've got self-help, academics and motor skills that are most typically um, developing children need to basically into prior to entering nursery or preschool. Um, I can't remember what we call in South Africa, it's got some other name like triple R or something. Um, So yeah, I'll just do the, the, the American and British version here. So basically assess these skills, these are the prerequisite skills you need to get into school. So it assesses those skills. Um, it's also assesses a lot of expressive language, um, basically using verbal behavior method of behavior analysis of language, um, based, developed by Dr. B.F. Skinner, and we all know him, you know, verbal behavior also, 1957, his book. Um, the assessment portion of this tool assists in identifying skills needed for children um, to effectively communicate and learn from everyday experiences. And the results from the assessment are used to identify gaps in learning or um, where, are, where we're missing building blocks and what are the obstacles in the way of learning. 
Um, and then this information is used to develop comprehensive language-based curriculum based on the 25 skill areas. And who is it for? In the book, it states that it's for parents and professionals. Um, it can be used to observe and track progress. Um, and as a professional, and I'm sure Carla will concur, it's been very helpful to assess skills and choose next steps. I'll talk a little bit more about yeah. how I feel about it later, and maybe Carla could also chime in there. Um, but yeah, I've used it quite a lot and got very fluent at using it at one point. Like we knew all the goals of my heart, which is quite scary. And <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, <laughs> you know, it's got like, it's it's alphabetical um, letters for each skill area. So you'll be like a C45 is in receptive skills and you just know what those are. It's quite scary when you get used to, used to it. <laughs> And everyone knows D is imitation, isn't it? Uh-huh. Oh, my days. So, yeah. So, <laughs> it fl comes flooding back to you when you start thinking about it. It is. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> so, um, I spoke a little bit about the book, what it is, in, and how it's broken down. But I'm going to go into a little bit more detail in our brief summary of contents. So, The Abel's Revised is broken into two separate books. Okay, and they work in conjunction with each other to accurately assess whoever's skill set. The ABLES um, revised protocol is used to assess the child's performance, and the ABLES revised guide provides information about the features of the ABLES revised. Okay, and how to correctly score the items and how to develop individualized education plans, um, sorry, programs, IEP goals. Um, and the protocol book is broken down into four sections. Um, which house the relevant levels. So we've got, for example, we have basic learning, basic learner skills assessment, so your communication, receptive language, etc. We've got academic skills assessment, which is your reading and your maths. We have self-help assessment, which is your dressing skills, your eating skills, etc. And then they have motor skills assessment, which is your fine and gross motor. So it's got four main areas that are broken down into smaller categories within them. Um, and yeah, these two books, which you kind of use in conjunction with each other. Um, did I enjoy the book? Okay, and maybe give some examples of what, what I liked the most. Yes, I did. <laughs> I remember the first time looking at it and being like, no, just no. <laughs> But um, because there's a lot of blocks and a lot of like columns and a lot, I think it's quite mm. intimidating when you first look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I suppose maybe I felt a little bit the same about the VB map and it just am desensitized to that one more. Um, but as I became more accustomed with it, I realized how helpful it could be. Um, it's also, you can look at it. If you look at the assessment, you can kind of see where a child has skills or is lacking skills. Um, so it's quite visual in that sense because it's broken down into these different categories. You can look and go, oh, this child's imitation isn't great or their language skills are really strong or their math skills are really great or they need a lot of support with self-help. So I think that way the assessment can be really helpful to just look at and get a brief overview of the person you might be helping um, or assessing. I do enjoy also that, it, that they're all separate so you can see if a child has strong you know, skills at different levels. I find sometimes, and here are my cons, maybe all things I don't like, is that the levels are too difficult as there's quite a big jump in some of the levels. So basically you might have child can identify five items and then the second criteria might be child can identify 10 items and then the third might be the child can identify 25. So there's quite a big jump. So sometimes your 
person you're working with is making progress, but it's hard to track the progress or it's hard to see because they don't meet the next building block, the little next criteria level. Um, so I think it doesn't really cater for some small improvements that some learners have. Mm. And as Carl and I have experienced quite a lot of is that sometimes yeah. we have kids that make great progress and that shows on an assessment. And sometimes they make great progress and there's nowhere to show it on an assessment um, mm -hmm. because they don't reach the criteria of the assessment tool. Um, yeah. And I think also maybe this is also another, I'm sort of, mentioning them all but I think essential for living or the EFL does this really well it has interim criteria where you can track progress so it always looks like something's happening um, I think also what I like about the ABLES is that um, once it's got quite a lot of examples when they when you know when you're looking and you're tracking there's quite a lot of examples in there about what to choose and at the back of the book they do give you ideas about like what receptive skills to choose from and so they, there's some helpful stuff in there if you're feeling a bit lost about what to assess um yeah I think that's kind of mostly what I feel about it Carl I don't know if you have anything you want to add there well I I agree with everything you said about the steps sometimes being a big jump and I remember the first time I used ABLES, and I think I was very new to ABA, and I had no idea of what was what. Yeah. And I remember trying to do the assessments, and I would go through, like, you go through every single one, mm. and it's so tiresome sometimes. It exactly. Take, it consumes so much time, and, you know, I do enjoy the VBMAP because you have the big steps, but then if you need to, you then have the smaller steps. Yeah. And that yeah. it's a thing that I quite enjoy. I also, in saying that, I do enjoy Ables. I think Ables has a lot of good targets. Um, it's just seeing is it appropriate for which learner. Exactly. Uh, and I, I know someone I'm recently met via, you know, FaceTime call, whatever, a Portuguese BCBA. And she told me she was in partnership with, um, you know, the Ables people. And she tra just finished translating the whole Ables into Portuguese. Oh, wow. And I was like, you did what? <laughs> that is quite an achievement. Oh, my days. I was just, Whoa. wow. Like, it must have taken her so long. Yeah. But she did it. Because it's a, like, and yeah. actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I've, I've also remember that sometimes there's quite a lot of subtle differences between goals that aren't as obvious unless someone points it mm. out to you, especially with your visual mm -hmm. goals. It's like puzzle pieces that have a frame and puzzle pieces that don't have a frame. And, oh, yeah. You know, like we need to do a three-piece puzzle and then a five-piece puzzle and an eight-whatever. So, yeah, sometimes it's very intricate, but I suppose if you have the time and you really want to get an accurate assessment of um, a person's skills, that it can be really, really helpful to know yeah. where there are gaps, I think. Yeah. So actually, even though it seems like a negative, it actually is a positive in the long run. Yeah. You just need to be really well organized, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And have it's lots of, of resources. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. Exactly. Have loads of resources and have them really well organized. In order do you to remember... Do do you remember when people would go to the resource cabinet? Because oh, only and they wouldn't put things back, no. and they wouldn't. And there was a sheet of paper saying who signed out, mm. who signed it out last, and they didn't fill that out. And yeah. it would be like, 
Can you please just put him back? What's wrong with you? It's devastating. Oh this is what you have when you have to deal with other people. You realize, like, oh. actually, maybe they should just not be in my space. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, where can we get it? So, Khan and I did quite a lot of research about this also when we did our other podcast when it was choosing an assessment. So, that's Chirping with ABRL's choosing assessment. I forget which number it is. But it is a really good one to look at because we look at all our, we, I think there's four we look at um, and we talk about those things so in a little more detail. But I thought we'd review it here anyway because it's a great thing to talk about. Um, but basically yeah. getting it from the website is probably your best chance. Um, you have to pay and you have to pay for postage. But trying to find both books online that are brand new is actually really tricky. I mean, I did look, but I'll tell you. So I've only got in dollars, which I don't know what pounds are, to be honest. I can do a conversion quickly, but it's $64.95 from that their must website. Be what, that must be what, $60, $58? Uh, 58 pounds? Sorry. I don't have a clue. I'll have to... Potentially. So basically, that's from Partington Behavior Analysts, and that's the American spelling of behavior with no U. So PartingtonBehaviorAnalyst.com. Um, but they do have it some better prices on other platforms. But to be honest, if you want the whole hog, and they've got this great thing also called WebAbles, where you can kind of access them the manual online, and you can get extra support, etc. Have a look at their resources um, that they have it available. And I had a look, and it's actually really great because it's geared. You can choose who it's geared at. So you can do for professionals, and it'll give you good like questions based on that. And then if you want to do it for parents, it's got different questions based on that. So it's actually really useful. I would suggest that people go and have a look at that. If they are thinking about getting an assessment tool and they're not sure, go and have a look there. Lauren. Yeah? Sorry, just to say, it's £47. Okay. That's really good. Yeah, hey, not so bad. I was actually expecting to be more. Maybe I'll get them because I do want to have the ABLES. Yeah, yeah, really great, actually. So, so yeah, I did actually also see that eBay has them, the physical book, which is £72.59, and Amazon has it at £67.35. So, yeah, but they also have on the website, PartingtonBehaviorAnalyst.com, it's sort of you can buy the you can get like a deal where you pay a hundred dollars for the first year and then sixty dollars afterwards. Um, but basically, I would suggest I think that's to use it online is to get the is to get the books because you can carry it with you anywhere you go. You can use it if you need to. You can read more, and um, you'll use it more than once. Once you start using them, you'll start using them with other clients as well. Um, basically, the issue is you can't find this book in many places, and they're quite expensive. So I would say that buy them from the official place. Um, and, or, you know, have a look at their website before you buy them. And, you know, only if you really need it. I would suggest that if, you know, if you're a parent and you're unsure, don't spend the money unless you're really sure. So do your research. Um, maybe speak to other um, people that are working with your family or who have more advice. But I, I wouldn't buy it unless I really needed it. I don't know how you feel about that, Carla. Yeah, I agree. And sometimes, um, you know, when you're a supervisor, consultant, etc., and you do need... It depends on the learner, because even though I really like the ABLES targets, my question is, will I use it? Yeah. So it's the same thing with parents, like, will it... Is it worth it buying just, you know, like, you know how the BGB map does this thing where you can buy per learner? Um, I don't know if yes. the ABLES do that. Yeah, you, do, can you buy, like... I 
don't well, actually know. That's a really good question. Because um, if you think... mother does that, yes, and the parents and can pay. App. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it makes sense as a parent. If you just uh, you just buy it for your kids. Exactly. I think it's like, was it six pounds or ten pounds or so? It's not a, it's not the massive. But then that's know, just yeah. for your kids, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think you know. Do your research if you really feel you need it and you're really going to benefit from it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, do I speak to people and do some research? That's what I, I always ask fellow colleagues or people in the field. I'm like, what do you guys reckon? Do you think I'll use it? I've got these kinds of clients. Do you think I need it? Um, so yeah, just do, do that kind of thing. But that's um, our what is it? The basic assessment. Oh, sorry, the assessment of basic language and learning skills revised episode today. And yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. That was great. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed our episode of The Hood Chronicles. We will be back next month, which is December, with a new episode. So rate, like, and subscribe. It really helps us out if you subscribe to us on iTunes or on the podcast because it helps us get more people listening. So on Instagram, we're at ABA underscore Owls. Uh, we're chirping with ABA Owls on iTunes, Podbean, and I'm sure there are places where you listen to podcasts that we are not aware of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Facebook, we're ABA Owls. Or you can always email us on aba.owls.uk at gmail.com if you have any queries or questions or suggestions. Thank you very much and bye. Bye.